Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast. I'm Eliana Palomino, a proud Greek American, former Miss Teen America, corporate sales leader turned entrepreneur, mother, and wife. And I believe that we are made for more. But without the right tools, mindset, or support system to help us grow, that potential never gets unleashed. And that, my friends, is a life unlived. This show is all about expanding your mindset, unlocking your potential, and learning from the best on how to elevate your life, business, and relationships. Set your intentions, and like we say in Greek, Bame, let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to the Elevate Your Life podcast. I am so thrilled to bring to you a guest today that I've known since I was in middle school. Krista and I share what it took to get our friendship back on track and into each other's lives. The other aspect that we talk about, which is even um, just as exciting, I'll say, is her breast uh, implant illness journey. And she shares all of it from A to Z, what she did for surgeries. Okay, you guys, at a time when BII wasn't really talked about. And so I can't wait for you to hear it. I learned a lot alongside of her as she shared her journey and how she was able to transform that to really empower and inspire women. And now she coaches women through that process. So I'm going to share with you Krista's bio, and then we're going to dive into the episode, you guys. So Krista Tagaris is a passionate communication and social media expert who focuses on content creation and personal branding and digital marketing. As a certified personal trainer and health and wellness influencer, she shares her journey online of breast implant illness and removing her breast implants, which led to focusing on a life of holistic health love her to pieces. She regularly shares content surrounding holistic health, women's hormones, and living a healthy, non-toxic lifestyle. Totally our type of gal. Through social media, she's been fortunate enough to help hundreds of women create healthy lives that they can feel good about. She's been featured in various media outlets and doctor's websites, such as Dr. Jolene Brighton, a woman's hormone specialist. While changing her life and sharing it online using her education, she found a way to encourage her audience and create a community of people sharing the same feelings surrounding the content she posted. She feels so good about the brand and life she's created that she wants to help other women step into their power of creating their ideal life in whatever way that looks like for them through health or creating a social media brand that is authentic to them. So hard nowadays. She's a big believer in if you take care of yourself, it sets the catalyst for every other area in your life. Krista, welcome to the show. Girlfriend, it's been a long time coming. Thank you so much. You have no idea how excited I am to talk to you. I am too. We just had to start recording because we were just getting into it and I was like, no, 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 we have to backtrack and share this all over again. So for those that don't know Krista, Krista is an incredible holistic health coach. She loves to inspire and empower women and our friendship goes way back. Oh my gosh. Way back to middle school, literally sixth grade. I was in sixth grade when we met. Yeah. We lived in the same neighborhood and this is one of those friendships where we could like walk to each other's houses oh, yeah. <laughs> across the neighborhood. And we're both Greek, which I love. I mean, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you just kind of lock arms with your Greek bestie. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, especially living in Tarpon, going to Tarpon Middle School and everything. Yeah. So for those that don't know, Tarpon Springs, Florida is like what like little Havana is to Miami, but for Greek people. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Yeah, it's like just a, a town full of full of Greeks. Um, but yes, so our friendship, you know, grew throughout middle school, high school, college, even Krista came and visited me down in South Florida. And then one day Krista came to me and was like, hey, I, I want to get my boobs done. And I was like, of course, like I will tell you who to go to. My doctor was amazing. I totally recommend him like hands down. And then you know, like all friendships have journeys of 
friction, um, you know, unmet needs and just like things that arise and that can sometimes go south, sometimes go great, but that's like all relationships. And so Krista, I love how you just shared what you did because following that experience, like we were both young, like barely 20, 21. And like, I had a scenario that, that came up. And the reason why I share this is because following that, we kind of had a fallout for some time, but what took place years after created this beautiful new phase of our friendship. And I think it's so important to share the work that you did because it, it fully allowed both of us to step into our heart center, our divine feminine and surrender into what is sacred and true within our friendship outside of things that take place. Yes. And everything, especially, I can't believe that you were there literally my very first boob job appointment in Miami. You know, when you said you have a surgeon, I was like, yours look amazing. Yes. Let's do it, bestie. So that is just so crazy to see that you were there literally in the very first steps of me through all these journeys, especially going from middle school when we were young and growing into young women at 2021 and getting our boobs done because that was something that's just so common in this day and age so you know of course I didn't think twice about it like when I went yeah. there I didn't think anything would go wrong to be honest I didn't really think of anything like health issues or BII issues or anything like that you know because so many people had them so it was definitely a a big wake up call that changed the trajectory of my entire life after that, but I wouldn't have had it any other way. And I'm so thankful that you were there with me through those, you know, those beginning times of it. Yeah. I'll never forget. So the day before the appointment, <laughs> my dad's car actually broke down. I was driving my dad's car at the time and it completely went like kaput. It had like a heart attack <laughs> out of the highway and I'll just, I'll never forget that it, it just completely like shook my world. I was like moving at a couple of days after that and, and I needed a car and just, you know, whatnot. And, you know, I'll never forget how looking back, um, it, it just like showed me the value in owning your own ish owning your issues okay owning your issues owning your problems and not putting them on other people because had I done that I think we would have moved through kind of those days a little differently at least from for, for me and how I showed up but I loved like you were just sharing you know much later on because following that it um our friendship took on a different form and it didn't feel good. Like I missed you and, and you missed me and what you just shared and going back into your notes, like you got into therapy for other things and, and you were like thinking about us and like what happened. And I just share kind yeah. of how you moved through yeah. that. So also in hindsight, you know, talking about when we're younger yeah. and saying like, Oh, I, I would have done it a lot differently. It would have changed our relationship. You know, we can say that about literally any relationship that we have, you know, if I would have just said that one thing differently, if I would have done that differently, but you know, it doesn't really matter about that because obviously we can't go back and change it, but it's the fact that you even think that now, like that is what is so important and what changes things and, and what means so much to me because, you know, like you said, we were young, like we were 20, 21 years old. Like that is a lot of pressure to put on young people to have it all figured out and to be treating everybody perfectly and to know how to be perfect communicators and be able to express our expectations and needs in that way. Like when you're young, especially a young female in today's society and like trying to be, you know, nice and respectful to people at all times, but also wanting to get your needs met. Sometimes there's a disconnect on how to do that. And I just know that it wasn't, I know that coming from your heart, it wasn't intentional. You weren't trying to be like, well, you know what? You hurt me. So like, I'm going to not talk to you. Like, I'm going to do this. No, like you just wanted your needs met too and didn't know how to express them either. And that's the mm -hmm. same thing where I was at too. Like we both had this need to express how we were feeling, but we just didn't know how to do it at the time. Yeah. And I'm so thankful that as we did get older and we did come back together in this way that now we are able to communicate in such a different level and it means so much to me because 
I just feel like we've had such a special relationship literally since middle school. There's always just been something so special about our relationship. And when we stopped talking after that incident um, with the car and we didn't speak for a few years. Um, yeah. yeah, it was probably a few years. And I remember being in therapy in 2020 and I went back and looked at my notes yesterday or two days ago and I had to take a picture to send you because I started crying. I was like, oh my gosh, like I saw this text and it said like, I miss Eliana and I really want to reach out to her and talk to her about what happened. And I just, I don't know how she's going to take it. And I was nervous. I was really nervous. And I remember writing in there that this just shows so much about your character and who you are that when I reached out to you years ago, maybe in high school after we disconnected for some time and I didn't know why, and I kind of felt like it was on me, like, what did I do wrong? And I was so scared to reach out to you. And I did, and I just remember you responding with so much grace and being like, I'm so sorry that you felt that way. Like it had nothing to do with you. You know, it was everything that you were going through. And that meant so much to me because I was so worried about our friendship and everything. And I just kept that moment in the back of my mind when I went to reach out to you again, because I knew that, you know, in that time in high school, if you had that much like openness and grace then, like, I'm sure you've evolved so much now to have even more. And I was right. And I'm so thankful that I listened to my intuition that day and texted you and reached out because it really did change how I feel about you and our friendship even more. And it means so much to me that we're in this space. Yeah, I, I gained so much respect for you that day when you reached out to me. This was probably, <clears throat> um, you said it was like December of 2020. Yeah. Around 2020. Yeah. Because I remember I already met my husband at that time and we were, we just had met. And I'll never forget my heart just completely like surrendered and dropped into the feeling of being seen, being valued, being loved by a dear friend and, and create like missing you. And like remembering, like, it's never about the problem. It's never the, you know, you against the problem. It's us together or like you against you, you know, it's like us against the problem. And that's, how I felt in that moment, it was like, you're right. It's not me against you. It's us against what took place and working through that together as a, as a friendship, as two women that really genuinely care and appreciate each other and value one another. And now I'll say that (laughs) we're both married. Um, you've continued to bloom and flourish and you went on to get your surgery done and then have a whole journey, which we're going to dive into in moments from now and like continue to empower women. And, and then I, myself, you know, went down my whole path in my career and now I'm a mom and like all these things that have taken place. And so here we are, we get to share this journey. And the reason I wanted to share that with you guys is because, I'm sure there's a friendship in your life that maybe has gone south or sideways or created some distance or resistance over time. And the best thing you can do is to view it as us against the problem, not me against you. And if you value that friendship and that person and the value they bring into your life, I encourage you to do what Krista did. Because had she not done what she did and reached out to me was just so much heart And I don't know if you had an expectation or not. It felt just so genuine and like just releasing and allowing that person to receive in whatever form they receive. Um, It it allowed me to show up. And so if you have a relationship that you want to mend in your life, do what Krista did. Reach out. (laughs) That means so much. (laughs) And seriously, what you said about you know, it's not like you against you. That reminds me a lot of something that I've read about relationships, which we were just talking about how all relationships are so similar, whether that's your marriage or friendship, you know, relationships, a relationship, and you have to learn how to communicate and be vulnerable with each other, no matter what. And a quote that I saw somewhere talking about that was, you know, I think it had to do with a marriage, but it relates to exactly what we're talking about with the friendship. When you fight with each other and you're trying to win, you know, one of you is trying to win, then the team of you together loses, you know? And so Mm -hmm. I I read it as in like, you know, Brett and I, our last name, Doucette, if I'm trying to win a fight, 
then team Doucette loses if I'm winning, you mm-hmm. know, then us as a whole against the problem, like that doesn't, that doesn't do us any good. If I'm just saying like, I want to be right in this situation. And you're right in the sense that like, I didn't have an expectation of it because I wasn't going in there trying to be like, hi, like I'm right in this situation of why, like we aren't, weren't friends anymore. And like, you know, I wasn't trying to be right about anything. I was just trying to let you know how I feel. And if you were open to accepting that, then that would be amazing. And, you know, something was telling me that you would be. And I'm so glad I was right about that. Yeah. (laughs) It's amazing the response when you just give somebody permission without an expectation. And to see how they show up because nine times out of 10, they're going to show up in ways that you wouldn't even imagine. Yeah. And give that permission without expectation. Yes. That's so I'd love for you, excuse me, we're still getting over this like cold season over here. What the heck? (laughs) No, it has been a struggle, but I sound a lot better today than I did a couple days ago. So I'm glad about that. You do. Um, I'd love for you to share, because obviously you went to the consultation to get a breast augmentation surgery. And, you know, we briefly touched on BII and that it really wasn't talked about during that time. It certainly wasn't with me. I mean, sure, like maybe a mention. Obviously, I wanted to know if it would affect, you know, me breastfeeding one day. Um, But, you know, there wasn't too many girls that had explants or like any issues. So what happened? Yes. How did it unfold? And that was like the height of boob jobs. 2017 um, is when I got them done. And I don't remember if you got yours done probably around 2015, 2016. I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So around then that was like the height of boob jobs. People are, we're getting them in so much that there really wasn't much talk about it. Um, And also because it was such a surge of like breast implants going on right now, women hadn't really had them for that long of time. So a lot of people, you know, weren't experiencing long-term effects of them. So I think kind of everything had a play in it as to why it wasn't being mentioned as much. Um, Because I remember going and none of it was mentioned, you know, none of it like, hey, by the way, like this might make you sick. Like, by the way, it might mess with your hormones and your thyroid. I don't know, just maybe like a little mention. (laughs) Just a tiny bit would have been nice. Um, I don't know if I would have, you know, who knows, I would have, maybe I would have been like, yeah, whatever, let's do it. Like, which is totally fine. And I think that's what a lot of the women come down to with it is that they just want the informed consent. Like, you know, you just want to be made aware and like not gaslit into told like, that's not a thing, you know, just Mm -hmm. people should be aware. And then you can make that decision based on the information that you have, because there's nothing wrong with making that decision. So many people still continue to get them. So many people that I love have them and continue to get them or, you know, get any other surgery or any other physical appearance thing that we do. Like there's no shame in any of it. I just think the informed consent part is huge, you know, like same thing with injections, like, and fillers and everything else there is like, you should just know what it is and know the effects that there could be, you know, the side effects that could be. Yeah. And I think feel totally blindsided. Yes. And so I just remember when we went there that day, excuse me, I remember we did go there and I remember being so excited, putting them in my shirt and like picking out a size because as somebody who was always athletic, I mean, you know, you and I used to run track together in middle school um, and being a competitive cheerleader my whole life. I wasn't exactly the bustiest woman out there. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was very excited to go get some implants and to just feel more womanlier especially after Mm -hmm. losing so much weight they were a little on the saggier side yeah (laughs) in hindsight now it's like you know whatever but back then like you know being a young girl and seeing the media you saw like such perfect boobs on women all the time Mm -hmm. and you still do Mm -hmm. and so I think that was a huge reason as to why I'm like you know I just want to feel more womanly more feminine which looking back now I wish I would have I wish I would have known what I knew now that like having bigger boobs doesn't make me any more feminine or womanly than I am already, you know? Yeah. Um, but what is funny because I do have them. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I do have them. So you were there with me, baby. When we put these, when I got these, literally, it's so funny. People come over. I'm like, you want to see my boobs? Like, 
I don't know why I still have them. And, you know, it's just kind of funny. It's, it's crazy to think that, you know, we put this inside of us and that's, that is what makes them bigger. Like it's honestly, it's pretty interesting to think about. Um, looking back now, because I did, you know, now I'm someone who's so much more into like holistic health and like natural living. Like if I would have known then again, like if I would have just known a little bit more information about them, like for example, the ingredients in them or the ingredients in the, the outer shells of them, same thing with like saline implants and silicone implants. I just wish I would have known a little bit more because in my holistic health ways now, I've been so like focused on what's in the ingredients I use, what's in the products I use, the foods, you know, we don't want to eat like completely things that we don't know and like put things into our body that are ingredients that we're so unsure about. So if I looked back then, I would have been like, maybe I like probably wouldn't put that inside of me now. But you know, again, I was 21 years old. So I'm curious. So you had, you then had, you had the consultation, you had the surgery and then, you know, without knowing all of the side effects on, you know, what BII is, or if you were a candidate for BII, like, how would you know if you didn't know, you don't know. Right. So then what made you aware of the symptoms that started happening you know, did, did you become aware of it? Did someone tell you a doctor mentioned it? Like, how did that take place? And wait, I'm starting to feel these things. What's happening? Yeah. So I got my implants done, um, in July of 2017. And I noticed literally within a couple months, my health just started changing. And I've always been very healthy and very athletic, um, cheering my whole life and cheering throughout college. And all of a sudden I didn't feel good anymore. And this was like the height of my, my fitness journey, if you will. Um, I was a personal trainer. I just started out in personal training. I was super fit and super, super healthy. Like I felt the best I had ever felt in my life. Yeah. And so all of a sudden I just, I felt so sick. Like I, my whole body just felt so vastly different. I was in pain. Like my joints, Started hurting more. My recovery in the gym was really slow, which was really weird for me. I was like, this was the best I had felt. Like I was just so confused. Yeah. And um, you're like, you're healthy, you're fit, you're helping other people get healthy yeah, and fit. It's like, what's happening? Exactly. And that was like a huge part, you know, that was really hard on me going through that was that it felt so weird for me being like, hi, I'm trying to live a healthy lifestyle and teach you how to live a healthy lifestyle, but I don't feel good right now. Like something's wrong with me and I couldn't, couldn't pinpoint it. And I went to so many doctors and one of the biggest things that was affecting me was my breathing. I couldn't take a full deep breath. I felt like restricted. And as somebody who dealt with like anxiety in the past and in my life, like having restricted breathing was like, was terrifying. And I remember going to my doctor and I asked for tests and results and he looked at my lungs and he's like, well, your lungs are fine in your x-rays, so it must all be in your head. And I was like, he did not just say this to me right now. Like, he did not just say this to me. And that was, you know, a big problem going through all these like health things. I went to dozens and dozens of doctors within that year. I was trying to find out what was wrong so bad. And being young, I was at this point, I was 20, 22, 23. Because after a couple months, like, I realized like something was wrong. And, you know, I wanted them so bad. Like I went through this whole surgery. I was like, I want to keep them like it can't be my implants, you know, like I, I literally told myself like, no, it's not like you try to convince yourself it's not. And I was trying to be open-minded. I'm I'm very open-minded when it comes to anything. Like I will give it a chance. I will I will try to learn. I will try to listen. And that's what I tried to do. I tried to be like, you know, maybe it's not. Like maybe it's just something else. So I looked through everything else. I went to endocrinologists. I went to pulmonologists. I went to um, gastroenterologists because my body was slowly deteriorating. My stomach was a mess. My gut health was a mess. My hormones were a mess. I had all these food sensitivities that I didn't have before. My body wasn't healing correctly. Like I just had all these weird symptoms and nobody could figure out what was wrong. All my tests were like, well, you're okay. Like you're fine. Oh my God. 
which you know now like, so it's different yeah frustrating yes it was so frustrating and I think and nobody not once mentioned BII no and that's the thing like they didn't ask I mean you know some places do ask like oh have you had any surgeries which mm-hmm. you said you know yes like breast implants but a lot of that times like nobody thinks twice about it and I did actually go back to my original surgeon and I said hey like I've been having all these health issues. Like, I just want to know, like, is this a thing? Like I read this online. Like I was wondering, could this be a thing? And he basically was like, no, absolutely not. Not a thing. Um, I was like, well, like I'm having these issues. My hair's falling out. And he's like, well, you must just be stressed. And I was Um, like, okay, all righty then. Like, which, you know, Unfortunately, I learned this later that women like get diagnosed years later than men with the same issues because they don't listen to us as much. Like Mm. the medical industry doesn't listen to us as much realistically. And it's really sad. But like that also kickstarted like, you know, being your own advocate and listening to Mm -hmm. yourself and listening to your body. So I am appreciative that, you know, these people were kind of. Yeah, because it really helped me step into that. And you didn't just go every day thinking, oh, this is what I'm supposed to, like, this is just how it is. Yes. Like most people live with their pain. Yes. And think this is normal. And you realize like, this is not normal. Like there's something wrong. And I think you had a couple of surgeries to try to fix it afterwards, right? Was that during this time or after? So it was during, I did have a revision, um, I had, you know, a very small frame, very small breasts, and I'm not sure if like the implants that he put in me were just too big, um, didn't fit my frame well. So like one of them did bottom out. And so I did have to go in and I actually put smaller implants in and I changed them because the first implants that I had were the textured gummy bears. And, um, when I went and changed them, I switched them to like the lighter soft touch ones. Um, which come to find out the original ones that I had ended up being recalled, which is wild to think about the, the textured silicone gummy bear ones. Um, that's supposed to be like top of the line. I know. And that's what I said. I was like, you know, we paid extra for those. (laughs) We wanted those. And now it's like they're coming out, like maybe it's not so great. And I think that's the issue with a lot of things is that we just don't have long-term studies on it. Um, but especially like, unfortunately when it comes to women, like we've been left out of medical studies for years. Like we are just now in the day and age where they're like, we should start doing more studies on women and their health and like how this affects them. Because a lot of our health and medicine and everything is based on men's bodies. So now you have a whole new generation of women who are like, no, I'm going to stand up for myself. I'm going to like, listen to my intuition and I know something's wrong and I'm not going to stop until we figure it out. So when you got the second set of implants in, how long did it take for those symptoms to come back? Because obviously they didn't go away. Yeah. So that was the thing. They just, it never went away. Like none of the symptoms ever went away. And I was like, you know, how long do I like, do I go on like this? And I think that's so important that you mentioned that I noticed something was wrong and I was like, I have to change this because that's something I even talk about to my friends to this day or my husband or anybody in my life if they're like oh this is bothering me this little thing is bothering me but it's not that bad it's not that bad like it doesn't hurt it's just uncomfortable and I'm like that's not normal like you you shouldn't be any sort of uncomfortable in your life like you really shouldn't whether it's like physically emotionally mentally like you shouldn't be uncomfortable that's not what life is about so like realistically no matter how minuscule it is like it's not minuscule if it's affecting you and that was something I had to swallow really hard because especially I talked about it in therapy a lot. I was like, I'm over here complaining about my boobs and my boob job. You know, I was like, there's so much going on in the world and people's lives. And I'm like, wow, my fake titties didn't work out. You know, like it was really, really hard for me, but I was like, no, like my uncomfortableness matters. Like it doesn't matter if it was something as, you know, what I thought was like vain in plastic surgery. Like it doesn't matter. Like I was in pain and like, that's what matters is fixing that. So like, I encourage anybody, like, if you know, something's wrong with your body, like, you know, something's wrong, like go get help and don't stop until you do. Cause somebody will listen to you. I love that. Um, 
And if nobody's listening to you, don't not, tr- not trust yourself that yeah. what you're feeling isn't true just because nobody wants to acknowledge yeah. that what you're feeling is valid and true. So yeah. walk us through that next phase on your final decisions and how you got there and was like, all right. Yes. And that, that exactly is so true. Cause I remember going to the endocrinologist. I was 23 at this point and it was almost towards the end. I was like, I don't know what to do at this point. You know, my hormones, my thyroid, everything. I had multinational disorders on my thyroid. I'm like, I just keep getting worse and nothing's getting better. And I went to see this endocrinologist who was an older male, which I learned my lesson. I don't go see older male doctors anymore (laughs) after all these instances of being told it's in your head. Um, But this older doctor, I remember him, he looked at my last name and being like, oh, you're Greek. Um, that, That can't be your real color hair with that last name. What? I know. And I was like, Hey, can we focus on my health? What does that have <laughs> to do like, with? I'm here for my health. And I was like, you know, I've been really stressed out. I know stress has a lot to do with the body and what it does to your body and like how it negatively impacts your body. And he goes, you're 23 years old. What do you possibly have to be stressed about? And I was like, all right, I'm ready to go. <laughs> Let's wrap this. Wow. And like, honestly, it was like in those two years that I had my implants, that is what I was met with a lot with, with the doctors. And I don't know if it was necessarily just this specific thing, which I don't think it is because, you know, I've talked to other doctors when it comes to like hormones and all these other things. And unfortunately it's seen a lot that like women just aren't a hundred percent believed. And so it's so important to just listen to your intuition and listen to yourself because if I didn't, who knows where I would have been in that situation. So at that point I was like, I made the decision that I have seen every doctor I could. I've tried everything I could and nothing's helping. Like the only thing I have left to do is remove them. So like, you know, I'm like, what do I have to lose? Like my health is already such a mess. Like the only thing I'm losing is my fake boobs that I barely did anything. Like I barely even left my house or did anything because I just, I wasn't feeling myself. And in that yeah. in those times of not being able to work out, and not being able to do the things that I wanted to do, my mental health just absolutely deteriorated. Like mm-hmm. it was, I had never felt depression. I've always dealt with anxiety, but I've never felt depression until I was going through what I did with my implants. And that's mm-hmm. actually the time that like, I did start seeing a therapist um, in about 2018, 2019, because I was like, I was at my wit's end. I was like, I don't know what to do at this point. My health, my mental health is such a mess. And so honestly, I worked through that and I was like, I'm going to remove my implants. Like that is, that's just the decision I had. And like, obviously it was a little, you know, you think about it like, wow, this is kind of embarrassing, like to post about, you know, like I was so excited to have these implants. Of course we are like, you know, it's fun. It's like a fashion accessory. Like it's like a little new purse where like, I'm so excited to go and show these off and show them. So then it's kind of sad when you're like, okay, well now I got to like give my fashion accessory back. And I will say, you know, for the listeners that Krista was sharing her entire journey on social and bringing people along what she was experiencing. Did you feel like that put additional pressure on you, Krista, or did that actually make you feel more supported and like validated for what you were going through? I think both in a sense. Um, it did put a lot of pressure on me, especially when I did go get them removed, to be honest, I didn't post about it for months. And like, like you said, I was like bringing everybody along for it and like talking about it. And I was just, it was honestly, it was really hard for me because I was sharing about it and talking about it. It was very hard for me to be like, okay, well, like this was me trying this whole time. And now like, I just felt like I was like losing, you know what I mean? Like I was like giving up and I I was like, this is just like, it felt embarrassing, especially after spending so much money. Like, you know, yeah. at that point in total, I, I probably spent about $35,000 on wow. those four surgeries that I had. Wow. And, you know, looking at that, I'm like, this is like crazy. Like I felt like I was just at such a loss. Um, but the reason why I kept sharing it is because if other women hadn't shared their journeys of it, I wouldn't have known what was wrong with me and I wouldn't have even do it. 
And like, there's a girl that I follow um, named Carissa Pukas, and she is somebody in the holistic health space as well. And I remember she made this whole video about it, talking about it. And if she hadn't made that, like, I genuinely, who knows, like, I probably would have been like, oh, it's probably not that, you know, it's probably not a big deal. But she felt the exact same way I did. And like her rawness in this video, like crying and being like, I saw every doctor there was and she you know, just discuss pretty much exactly what I was feeling. So Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what, if this saved my life and helped me in such a way, like, you know, like I have to share my journey too, even if it's embarrassing, even if I don't feel good about it, like I want to be able to help other women in the way I, I was helped by sharing it. And at that time you were the only person I knew that was going through this and sharing it. I'm sure many go through it silently and don't share because it, it does bring up a lot of emotions, you know, being embarrassed or, you know, like you feel called out in a sense of, yeah. well, you should have known in the first place. Like, yeah. why did you even do that? Like all the things that would Yeah, come you put up. it on you or like, what's wrong with me? Like other people have it. Like what's wrong with yeah. me? Yeah. Um, so I just want to know, I just want to tell you that thank you for showing up because you gave so many women permission to honestly acknowledge that maybe the health that they've been experiencing in their life isn't normal. And they thought like, oh, this is just how I'm supposed to feel. Like, this is just what it's supposed to feel like every morning. (laughs) And it's not. And by you sharing, you gave so many women that just awareness to give themselves that question of, hmm, maybe, maybe this isn't normal. Maybe I should go talk to somebody. And I love how you also shared that, you know, the older you know, male doctors do not give women the acknowledgement or the validation. And I remember when I was pregnant, um, it was very important in my early stages with my dual and I speaking on who my OB will be, who my team of doctors will be and finding the doctors that are in alignment with my beliefs and values and that we're on the same page. So that way when issues arise, we know how we're going to handle it together and not feeling like this superiority over me who this is my body my health my baby you know ultimately most women give that power away to that authority figure and have no power or authority over their decisions because they just give it away and I love that you remain true to that authority over your health like you became the CEO of your health and you told doctors, no, I'm not listening to you. No, you're wrong. Actually, no, thank you. <laughs> Literally. And I yeah. think it like it, it flows into every part of our life and every stage of your life. Like you said, like it goes into motherhood, but it goes, it goes into every part. And that's why I think all women can connect on that with, you know, learning your body and connecting with yourself and listening to your intuition, because no matter if you're doing it as a mother or for your health or for you know, your relationships and communication, like it is so important to, you know, know yourself, know your body and to stand up for yourself. Mm -hmm. So following your explant, you completely transformed your journey and we're helping other women radically accept their bodies. Tell us all about that because I was like so proud of you in the background, loving you from afar during those days. But I was like, look at this girl go, like go I love that so much. And that's so funny because like, I remember in these days when we were speaking, I would come across your Instagram because, you know, we have mutual friends Yeah, and I would just be like, oh, my heart, like looking at you and like looking at your life. Like I still like would, you know, come across it and just be so happy, like for everything, going, everything you were doing. Um, you know, like I said, like going through all of this breast implant illness and when I was really struggling with my mental health, I wasn't able to work out because I kept having these surgeries over and over. And after every surgery, they're like, oh, you have to wait six to eight weeks, you know? And then with all the scar tissue and everything that I had with four surgeries, cause I also had my nipples done. I had, um, a donut lift, they call it like with all of the mm-hmm. scar tissue, like I just had pain. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't work out normally. And, you know, being a personal trainer, like, and being somebody in the fitness space online, like that's when I started doing, you know, posting about fitness back in 2017. Yeah. It was devastating. It was devastating not being able to work out because I put that as my, you know, that was my release for things. Yeah, Yeah. Like that is what I used to like feel good. And it was a big wake up call for me though. That was like, okay, you can't use your physical body to feel good anymore. 
what else are you going to use? You know, like you gotta, you gotta go inwards now because I was just using such my external body to feel good, which is great. Like I love fitness is such an important part of it. Your external body, your physical body is so important, but it's not everything. And I was using that to like compensate, you know, like, oh, my mental health is great because like, you know, which I did feel good at the time, but realistically there was a lot of work that I hadn't done yet. And a lot of stuff that I would have never even dove into if it wasn't for something being taken away, you know, because like sometimes like something needs to be taken away for something else to come into the spotlight and to be, you know, upfront for you to focus your attention on. And that's what it was. It was like, hey, this physical part of it, but you know, you can fix this with your mental health. Like, you know, there's a part of you that like you could, you don't need that, like to feel good about yourself. Like you need to focus inwards now. And going through all of the implants, I was trying to figure out what was wrong and trying to be the healthiest I could because I was like, you know, what is making me so sick? And removing my implants, a lot of stuff did resolve. Like immediately I got my period back within days um, after years of not having it. And Um, I just like my, I could breathe again. Like it wasn't restricted anymore because I didn't have anything on my chest. And there were so many things that resolved, but so many things that had changed because of my implants, my hormones were different. My thyroid was different. And that also made me take a big look about, you know, what I was putting in my life in other areas, you know, what the foods I was eating, what products was I putting on my skin? Who was I surrounding myself with? Like, you know, what I was putting into my body physically and mentally, it made me take a huge look at that and be like, you know, I kind of do want to make a ch- make these changes wow. in my Like that is what I resonate with. And so as hard as it was going through all of this breast implant illness and feeling so bad for that period of time, I'm so thankful for it because it really opened up the world of holistic health for me and really opened up to now I still love fitness and I still love that aspect, but I realize fitness is just a part of your holistic health. You know, Mm -hmm. there's so many other parts that go into being healthy. And I'm just so glad that I'm able to show other women how to do that now too. Oh my God. That is so incredible. I love how you transformed what took place. I always say like what happens against you because you didn't plan for that. You didn't wish for that, right? You didn't pray (laughs) to go through this journey, but what happens against you, God uses for you and you used what happened right to you in a sense and, and leveraged it for you and transformed it to help other women radically accept themselves and take a look at their life as a whole from a holistic approach in how to create just this awareness in all aspects of your life, from what you put on your body to what you consume, you know, like the food that you eat, the friends you're around, your environment, like all the things. I love how you've done that. And again, it's just, it's inspired me from afar and now from a close. (laughs) Um, So talk to us a little bit about how you've then started transitioning your coaching to more of a holistic approach from just the, the fitness aspect of it, which again, is just, you know, one element of, of life. And then you started approaching with more of the holistic approach. Yes. You know, back in 2017 was like prime Instagram fitness days where a lot of coaches were focused on if it fits your macros. And Mm. that was a very common thing of like, Hey, you can eat whatever you want as long as it stays within these macros, which, you know, are your proteins, carbs, and your fats. And yes, it does work for your physical, you know, sense. But realistically, what we were seeing at the time, and you still were, was it was ruining a lot of people's bodies because they weren't getting the right nutrients, the right minerals that their body needed. It was affecting their hormones because, again, a lot of studies back in the day were done on men's bodies. So a lot of studies that were done on men sometimes don't fit the needs of women because we do run on a different cycle than men. We do have the infradian rhythm where we have an entire month cycle of our hormones where men just don't have that. So there's a lot of things that we need that are so vastly different than men's. And I think that's so important, you know, to take a look at. And that's why I'm so passionate about this because I realized that we need to be in control of it. Like you need to figure out what is going to be best for you and your body and run with that. And that's the thing, like in that space, everybody was just like trying to do a one size fits all back then. Mm -hmm. And going through this, I realized it's so important that it's so personalized. Like everybody is so different. What we go through, like 
our individual lives lead up to how our bodies are, you know, what's going on with them. Everything that we've done leads to how our body is right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's so important for people to, you know, take a step back and look at their life as a whole rather than, hey, what am I just eating, you know, to like fit these macros pretty mm-hmm. much. But like, what are you putting into your life to actually feel good? The yeah. nutrients, the minerals, like, and that goes for every part of your life. Like you need to be actually putting substance into your life, not just getting by to look good. Right. And transitioning into that, like transitioning from, hey, just eat these macros to lose this weight to how are we going to feel the best we can? How are we going to optimize our hormones, our health, our happiness? How are we going to overall just feel good about ourselves again? Because that's mm-hmm. what's most important, you know, rather than like our physical aspect. And so good. With, so like, the, yes, with the implants and everything too, like it goes hand in hand with that. Like, but it's not just your physical body that matters, you know, it's, mm-hmm. all, it's really what's on the inside. It's so cliche, but that's why it's because it's true. It is. Oh my God. What a beautiful story. What a journey. Oh my God. Yeah. I, a time. So what are some of the ways that women can work with you today? So I currently still am personal training. There's a lot else that goes into it. Of course. Um, it's more so holistic health coaching. So you can reach out to me on my Instagram. You can go to my website and find my email there. I also help women who are looking to explant and I do all around coaching with that as well with personal training and nutrition and hormone health. And also I, I share a lot about a, a lot of the stuff online. It just means so much to me. And if there's one thing I want people to know, it really is, especially, you know, women, our bodies are so, so, so important. Like, I think that we forget that this is the only body that we have right now, you know, and there's a reason that God put us in this body and that God made us who we are, because there's something that we have that nobody else has. And that's why you have to tailor it to yourself because nobody else's life is going to work for you. Mm, So good. Krista, can you share your Instagram with everybody so they can go and follow you? And then we'll also include it in the show notes for everyone as well as your website. Yes, it is at Krista Tagaris. K-R-I-S-T-A-T-A-G-A-R-A-S. You know, the Greek last names, most people um, don't know how to spell. (laughs) (laughs) You can always tell the Greek last name, a quick little tip here, okay, Um, from your Greek gals, is if a last name ends in O-S, A-S, or I-S, they're most likely Greek. (laughs) Literally, yes. Exactly. Yeah. so funny. Oh, my God. Well, I love this conversation so much. It's going to help so many women just start to take inventory of their health in all areas of life, whether it's their boobs or the way that they're sleeping or the way that they're eating or the way that they're working out. Maybe it's too harsh the way they're working out and it's not actually serving their body. So many things to look at. Um, But I can't wait to continue this conversation because there's so much to unpack here. I know. And I feel the exact same way. I'm so glad that we reconnected in this way and that our friendship going forward is going to be so different. And like, it just reminds me of what you said. If somebody out there wants, you know, if they're feeling like they want to reach out to somebody, just do it. Like it is so, so, so worth it to, you know, be a little bit scared about doing something or saying something. Honestly, communicating your needs is the only way you're ever going to get anything that you want. It is. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you. I'm so happy we had this talk. Can't wait to talk more. (laughs) Me too. You guys, following our conversation, Krista and I have decided to team up and for the next whole week, we want to give you guys the opportunity to enter into a giveaway where you can work with Krista more intimately and an incredible package that she's put together just for our community of listeners, okay, right here on this very show. So if you want to take your health to the next level and truly elevate this area of your life, especially as we're going into the holiday season, like let's be real, we're all going to have those extra cookies and those extra sweets and those extra drinks, but balance is key and you don't have to wait until the new year to start living healthy. You can start today. You can start tomorrow. So Krista is offering our community here $100 off her one-on-one coaching for either personal training or if you're like her on a BBI journey, you can, uh, 
choose to have BBI coaching with her. How cool is that? She's also going to offer a copy of her ebook so that way you can have tangible steps to take right away to practice a more holistic lifestyle. The ebook talks about exercise, a six-week workout plan, how to get good sleep, journaling, mindfulness, nutrition, all of the good stuff. She's also going to include a very own workout resistance booty band from her line, and she's gonna throw in some organic matcha. You guys, to enter into this giveaway, all you have to do is leave the show a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Instagram at Elevate with Eliana at Krista Tagaris. It's also in the show notes screenshot this episode and tag us in your stories. That is it. Rate, review, follow us on Instagram, screenshot the episode, tag us in your stories, and you will have a chance to win $100 off for either personal training or BII coaching, copy of her ebook with all of the goodies, a booty resistance band, organic matcha, and we will be announcing the winner on Monday, November 6th at 5 p.m. Eastern time on our Instagram story. So that means you have an entire week and through the weekend to enter, okay? But don't wait. I would encourage you to screenshot this episode right now as you're listening to it so you don't forget because the day will escape you. We're all human. I get it, girlfriend. Screenshot this right now on your phone. Go ahead, scroll down, give us a rating, preferably a five-star rating, okay? Share with us how much you love and learned in this episode and tag us in your stories on Instagram, okay? We can't wait to find out which one of you will be the winner. And we're gonna be announcing, like I said, on our Instagram stories at 5 p.m. Eastern time, Monday, November 6th. And we'll also be sharing the winner on next week's episode, which drops on Tuesdays, as you guys know. And we're gonna be sharing your review on the show. Okay, you guys, so super exciting stuff. I hope you enjoy this conversation. Share it with someone that you think would find value, support, and accountability as they're on this journey if they are themselves. I know personally, a couple of my own friends have gone through this recently. and it's just one of those things that you need to have that support system to help you get through it if you if you don't have. So I hope this was encouraging for you and we can't wait to find out who's going to be the winner of Krista's prize package. Love y'all. Have an amazing day. Thank you so much for joining us on the Elevate Your Life podcast. I hope it gave you exactly what you were looking for. This show brings me so much joy and I'm so happy to have this space for these amazing conversations and guests. To support the show, please rate and review and share it with your loved ones. If you want to be reminded of new episodes, click the subscribe button on your preferred podcast or video player. You can sign up for my newsletter in the show notes below to receive my favorites and updates. Till next week, you guys find us on Instagram and tag us wherever you are listening at Elevate with Eliana. Sending you so much love and remember, you got this.